Hey, welcome everybody to, you know, the podcast, you know, where love always wins with yours truly, Juan Martinez. And guess what, man? I have an incredible guest here today. What's going on, Rashawn? Juan, what's up, my man, Puerto Rico? Dude, hey, man. We're you just... know, it, it, it was exciting. The minute I started talking to your wife, I felt like, I feel, now we family. Now, yeah, now we I'm family. Like, she started talking to me about all kinds of culture and uh, you know, the food. Mofongo. Oh, Mofongo. Hey, you already know. Platano and all this stuff. And I, it was exciting, man. I, it was great uh, to have you also on the radio show. Yeah. That was super awesome. And that. now we get to talk a little bit. So, you know, you also have this book. Yeah. Um, start where you're at. Yeah. Right? Start where you are. Start where you are. So, you know, that's really good. I was reading here right here. It said, open your heart, even if you don't believe in God, even if you hate God. Give God a chance. Trust mm. me. Once you experience the reality of God's love in your life, nothing is the same. Yeah. Start where you are. Start with addiction. Start with pornography. Start with pride. Start with fear. Start with infidelity. Start with shame. Start with guilt. Start with anxiety. Start with depression. Start with doubt. Start with jealousy. Start with suicidal thoughts. Start with weariness. Start with loneliness, start with comparison. You're not stuck where you are. You can turn it all over to Jesus, all of it. If you start where you are, God will take you where you need to be. Yeah, yeah. Come on now. Hey, man, I might have that, that audio that, you know, I'm now thinking <laughs> like maybe I should get into this audio book thing. Yeah. And so, so many things in this book, you got Manny Pacquiao yeah. uh, writing the forward. Right. Manny, yeah, I love Manny, man. He was—he's been a big part of of even my faith journey. His story, like how God met him where he was, and he goes into great detail a bit about you know what he came out of uh, in his Ford in my book, and yeah, I just love and admire that guy. I I, I like how you have here, you know, start where you are because uh -huh. a lot of times, I, okay, so this is kind of how I I was raised Catholic. Gotcha. So it was like God was real far away. Mm. And uh, I didn't really have a personal relationship with him. And I think a lot of times, in, even in Christianity, uh, I, you know, a couple months ago I was praying and I felt like God began to speak to me about relationship. You know, because a lot of times people say, you know, I have re uh, no religion but relationship. Yeah. You know, which I get what they're saying. Uh, but I, I think it, it's wrong in context because... Christianity is some form of religion. Yeah, um, true. We just don't want people who are religious. Mm, in other that's words, true. right? In other yeah. words, they have a form of godliness, but yet no Denying power thereof. They, they, power. Yeah, yeah they, they look Christian on the outside, but there's no Christ on the inside. Got it. Right? 100%. And I love how a lot of times we think we got to get everything right. You know, when I get, when I'm ready, yeah. I'm going to go to church. Because I remember saying that. I remember like, even Ooh. in Gadot, like, you know, when I, when I get, my, get when, I, when I'm ready to hang up the, the, <laughs> the Timberland boots, you know, True. I'm going to go out there. Right? But that's not what you're saying. You're stating right here that where you're at, mm. you can come yeah. just as you are. Just as you Talk are. Talk a little bit about that. Man, uh, you know, my whole life I had struggled with this, you know, having to, you know, clean myself up or perform in such a way yeah. uh, before, you know, someone will accept me. But as I continue to look throughout the narrative of the Bible, uh, God, you know, is more about 
you know who we truly are even on the inside yeah. you know it's easier to show like you know the great things that we uphold on our own outwardly but on the inside that's what god's interested in and and he knows exactly what we have going on but we need to open up to him and his love is what transforms us man that's why i love your show bro like when we truly understand that he did everything that we couldn't do he finished out this work that we wouldn't even dare to even start and yeah like i think it's just so important that we get that yeah i think it's really important because a lot of times again he cleans us up yeah yeah like we don't get clean to come to him we cannot do it you know i tell people a lot of times and even in altar calls i'm like some of y'all are like hey i can't and i'm like that's a true statement you really can't the only way you can is when you accept jesus christ there you go as your lord not just walking down the aisle raising your hand or saying the magical yeah. words you know it's a true lordship it's 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 king jesus mm, you know it's go. king jesus lordship. and it's him sitting at the throne of your heart yeah right yeah. where everything dwells where where your desires your your mind your will emotions everything yeah he's like yo i want to go right there and i want to make myself at home yes within you yes and i think that's super important right yeah you have a thing here it says go in don't follow your heart right life is confusing for years i lived in the middle of contradiction talk yeah, a little bit about that for sure because you know the banner that we all wear so you know we we wear this everywhere on, yeah. our, on our shoulder on our sleeve like go and pursue your dream the american yeah, yeah, dream yeah american dream but white picket fans the yeah, dogs exactly. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. and at the end of the day what i've noticed is that every time i followed my heart yeah uh, it's led me to a place where I couldn't, it was an unbearable place where it would destroyed me. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, and the scripture is clear about that. You know, those who trust in their own hearts are, are fools. Fact. There's a way that you know, seems right to, to a man, man, but leads to destruction, destruction. right? Yes. That's when you thought you had a great idea. Yeah. And you did the idea. And then later you figured out this was not a good idea. True. How many times we do that? So many times. Uh, yes, and yes. We have to learn the hard way in a way, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but what, what's amazing, the Bible actually counters that, and it shows us the way to go. It says, uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Not yes. trusting your heart with all, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust in the Lord. Dude. all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding, but acknowledge, acknowledge him. him in all your ways and he'll make your path straight everything that's crooked straight that's it you know and it's interesting because that is the you know i was looking over here at proverbs 2 mm. and you know i've been in proverbs 2 and 3 the last couple of days because i just think you know proverbs 4 23 says above all above all else guard your heart wow uh from where uh everything in you flows from it yes and uh you know if you look at uh proverbs 2 it says my child will you treasure my wisdom Mm. Now, understand that wherever you treasure, there your heart will also be. So we, we also think that backwards. We, we think that God's going to do something first and then we do it. Got but it. It's, it's doing it first. You keep going to it. That's why I had a, such a bad drug addiction. I, I began to go to it. I didn't try it the first time and, and, it, you know, and it became my tr- I kept going to yeah. it. And then my heart wound up there, right? Wow. And uh, then it says, then and only then will you acquire it. And only if you accept my advice and hide it within, uh, you'll succeed. So train your heart to listen 
when I speak and open your spirit wide to expand your discernment. Wow. And I think so often, it's you good. know, uh, yeah, because it, in your book, it, in there it says, a voice in the night, a voice you can trust, uh, right? And it says an empty heart is like a lifeless tomb. Yeah. And I think, you know, I was able to sit with a gentleman who was a neurologist and he was a Christian neurologist. Ah. And he began to speak to me about the limbic system. And the limbic system is part of our brain. It's kind of in the middle, uh, you know, that basically doesn't recognize a broken uh, leg or relationship. It receives pain the same way. Wow. It doesn't know whether it's today or 30 years ago. And I started thinking, he said that when the Bible talks about heart, it talks about the limbic system. Mm. And I thought to myself, wow, basically it stores up all this stuff from our past experiences wow. and we respond according to what we understand or our heart. All these pictures and these narratives that Got have been it. created or imaginations. Crazy. And the Bible talks about pulling down those strongholds, uh, those strongholds or yeah. those wrong thought patterns that you have received, right? Uh, yeah. Based upon sitting in your heart. Yeah. As to take them captive and run them through what? The truth. Yes. And uh, I love how you were talking about a voice in the night because I feel like when we talk about trusting in the Lord, um, you're basically, tr uh, and, and not leaning on what you understand, you're basically saying that when the Lord speaks to you in his word, yeah. that narrative you have to believe has to be greater than the narrative of your past, yeah. your present, your feelings, your emotions, right? That's so that good. it can trump it. There we go. That's so good. You so know? good. I love that. And, you know, I think personally for me, a lot of times um, I would listen to every other voice yeah. you know, uh, instead of the voice that was calling me out of the dark. Matter of fact, the voice I was listening to will keep me in the dark. Yes. You know? So we got to yes. answer the call once and for all. Come unto me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. That's what Jesus is saying to you today. That is so there. good. And, and you know what? There's another thing you talk about in your book, and you talk about depression. Talk mm. a little bit about that. So, yeah, depression, I speak in, on it uh, in such a way where it's a dog that it's like it crawls around, it scratches around, it sniffs around for the perfect place to lie. Yeah. And it's it's trying to get you to, you know, open yourself up and allow this true this this uh this thing that can be a truth that's not the truth. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can really feel as if this thing that has been lying to you your whole life is re reality. But in sure. in reality, uh, <laughs> God is already speaking who you are in him. And I think that's what's so important about John eight thirty two. You will know the truth, Jesus said, and the truth will set you free. When we know him, we know who we are, and we can stand on that. And, and that is, that's, I love that scripture because it talks about continuing in the truth yeah so it's a progressive thing i think the book of james talks about uh when we receive the implanted word it is able to save wow. your soul so it'll save you in an instant accepting jesus as lord wow. you're heaven bound but progressively 
heaven is bound unto you like yeah. you know on earth as it is in heaven there we go and it takes a progressive state from faith to faith from trusting to trusting from glory, glory to, to glory. glory you know <laughs> i mean because it's a consistent uh divine persuasion the wind of the spirit that moves you yes. from the next thing to the next to thing the next it's thing. kind of maturing you Whoa. know uh when when you know i love in the bible when it talks about babes drinking milk because when it talks about babes drinking milk, basically I was thinking about it, and uh, that when a baby, I mean, you have one on the way, yeah, and you have two two year olds, right? And two, so yeah, yeah. Ooh, crazy time at the yeah, Coke crazy house. time. That's double trouble. Double trouble. Come and, on, uh, you know when they're little, they they can't digest. Mm. Uh, that's why they drink uh, Similac and stuff because their digestive is is undigestive. Got so they it. W- and only when you digest, uh, as in, in spirituality, when you digest something and you're able to digest it, is when you truly get a good understanding wow. of it. Wow, that's And good. Uh, the person who drinks milk, he says, "Man, y'all are like babes because you're still drinking milk. In other words, you're not digesting what you're not receiving it, so it's not implanted and it's not becoming fruitful. Because when you start." doing what you hear that's really when you're on solid food yeah it's the person who sees and understands it's the person that has trusted the lord even though he did not understand he walked out the 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 words that were given unto him like come out into the water you know yeah and then you start like really getting yeah yeah yeah. and then now i I was blind but now i could Could see see. and uh, i think it's kind of cool yeah i i love you know your whole your book is just incredible everything about it praise god you know you said god saved philosophers and god saves prostitutes and hip-hop artists and worship leaders and teachers and seminary students and drug dealers and doctors and god saves abusers and losers and winners and saints everybody yeah talk to me yeah so you know clearly in the scripture in the book of acts is which is one of my favorite places uh but I love how when they were preaching the gospel, they said, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And I think we, we try to put all other things around and, you know, in front or behind that statement. But yeah. truly what God is wanting is a, a broken and contrite heart calling out to him for help. Yes. And we all need that. And every single one. Of yeah. Us. Every single one of us, no matter where we are, the warehouse or the White House. Ooh, we need God. Hey, Bricklayer or banker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We all need him. And uh, he's faithful and just uh, to forgive us of our sins, cleanse us. And, yeah, man. You know. and, and, you know, it's funny because we treat God like like he has to figure stuff out. Yeah. God, God is omniscient. So he is all knowing. Come on. Yeah. He is all knowing, meaning that. God doesn't have to figure stuff out the way we do. Mm. You know, I was thinking yesterday, I said, you know, if God played baseball, every time he would be up to bat, he'd hit a home run. Mm. That's true. Like every handoff, he would score (laughs) every single one. (laughs) Think about that. He doesn't like, he's like, just give me the ball. Yeah. And he just runs through everybody. And if he was batting, he'd hit home runs. He was playing tennis. He'd always score. He's perfect. He's perfect. Yeah, and he's all-knowing, so he's not trying to figure something out Boom. the way we do. Yeah. But we treat him sometimes like a man. True, like Who, he's uh, Like, like he has to figure it out, like, God, you know, let's figure this out. Yeah. And he already had the answer way before the problem ever came. Boom. He knew you before you were in your mother's womb. Wow. He knew your destiny. Predestined. You know, he, he is sonship. always preparing us to what he has for us. It's good. You know? So I'm, I, I, I love... 
Uh, I want to talk a little bit here. Uh, I saw, I know we're jumping around, but I think it's good anyway. Yeah. Uh, you know, here you have this rule one. It says when the world lets you down, it says rule one, fighting and forgiveness. Rule two, emotions and devotion. Yeah. Talk about that one a little bit. So emotions have been huge in my life. I'm so used to expressing myself on different layers, you yeah. know, as an athlete, as a soldier, as a husband, you know, and emotions are good, but the problem is, is when uh, we don't allow ourselves to be led by the Holy Spirit, rather, we, then we, you know, our, you know, if we don't allow yeah. ourselves to be led by the Holy Spirit, and we allow our emo emotions can, to lead, lead us, us. Yeah. Uh, it can, yeah, it can be dangerous, right? It can be yes. fatal. Uh, but yeah, it's so important to be led by the Spirit of God. Fact. And I try to encourage that yeah I, yeah I like that because I think a lot of times see we're supposed to follow the word and our feelings follow mm. our decision to what the word says yeah but we yeah. do it sometimes the other way we allow our feelings to lead us true and then we try to come back door with the word to yep. get us out of trouble yeah you know we do <laughs> this <laughs> seek ye first the kingdom, <laughs> kingdom and his righteousness and all else will be added unto you but if we're going to be honest a lot of times what we do is we seek the added things yeah and then we come at to the kingdom after, after we're seeking the added thing in our frustration we do things that cause us great frustration yeah. And, and we allow things to lead us, just even emotions, things, True. you know, all kinds of desires. It's the constant fight of dying daily. Yeah. And it's literally, like you said, constant because every moment uh, our emotions, our feelings trying to lead us somewhere. But yeah, our, our faith is greater, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you see it all the time throughout the Bible. We think, you know, a lot of times what we do is we pick the blessings for uh the people who you know uh the church folk yeah like, the blessings are for us and all the warnings are for those who are not in the body that's true you know or, or outside of the church but the reality is that every single warning in the bible is warning us about people who call themselves believers mm. the whole entire bible is written to us wow right every single thing the promises but also the people who were in there who did who did not believe yeah who had unbelief right True. but they would call themselves and then the common theme those who looked like they had a relationship with christ on the outside but didn't they were empty and yeah. those who had a relationship on the inside and the pharisees there were you know you always hear jesus say uh listen to what they have to say but don't follow yeah don't bend do. towards you what know do. falsehood yeah. Yeah, and you see that throughout the whole thing. And I think in America today, we have that problem. Yeah. You know, we have a, a, a lot of people saying in Jesus' name to things that Jesus would never put would his never name on. Never put his, there you go, bro. That's so good. So true. Yeah. It's, we're living in a very, we're swinging a, you know, it's a liberal world right now. Like very Oh, very liberal. much so. Very much yeah. so. You know, I'm always getting asked, hey, what do you think about like you know legalizing marijuana and, and stuff like that and you know for me i think you know i came from that world yeah so i'm like dude i think that's nuts yeah. because i think like one thing's gonna lead to the other we don't ever think of the catastrophes that can come from we just look at the we're very in the box right in so it's box. gonna help this and this sure but it's gonna ruin Open all these so things much more yeah. yes especially the people who who are because the people who are chanting it are the people who want to smoke yeah for you sure you know what i mean like yep. hey yeah legalize you know want to smoke it's good it's good for this they now they're coming out with all the the reasons why right yep. but i mean it's 
it's gonna it's gonna ruin neighborhoods. It's gonna so destroy true. lives. It's gonna take them to heroin and cocaine and methamphetamine. Every, and everything they think else. it's not, but it is. It will <laughs> just because there's a small group that says, you know, we chill out. There's a whole nother group that is getting destroyed. I was part of that. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, bro. You know, I'm with you. So what? What? Let me ask you something. Uh, this book has came out. Uh, it's it, they can pick it up everywhere. Yeah, right. Everywhere, Barnes and Noble, Amazon, Walmart, Target, Target, all these things. And what do you? I mean, start with selfishness and end with kindness. Yeah. What is that? So basically, um, my whole life it's always been about me, 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 and I became very miserable. But yeah, if you think about it, uh, some of the most you know prolific you know men of God who remain faithful. Uh, weren't people who were nice in the Bible, but people who were kind. You know, um, if we think about the Ten Commandments that Moses read by the finger of God, yeah. you know, uh, they didn't mince words. Thou shall not, you know, kill. Thou shall not steal. Thou yeah. shall not commit adultery. Yeah. All these different things. And those are heavy, right? Yes. But Jesus even took it up another notch. He said, um, if you even look upon a woman with lust, you commit yeah. adultery yeah, yeah, in your yeah. heart. And then that grace if you, life. If you hate your brother, right? If you even hate your brother, you've committed murder. But um, the reason why these things were set up, which we'll get into a little bit more, but yeah. the reason why these things were set up were so that we may live more godly and peaceful lives. Not saying we can uphold these laws. Jesus, I mean, we can walk. They get fulfilled. Yeah, they in get fulfilled Christ. in Christ. So that's the big emphasis but uh we need to remember that that god's kindness looks a lot different than our niceness yeah you know you know what i like about like okay so i feel like um here's the thing when we um in the beginning if we never would have eaten from the uh tree yeah um because he didn't want to you know we would have equated everything to God's goodness. Yeah. No matter what God did, if he, uh, if we saw something and there was a war, we would say, well, God's taking care of us because he knows that that's going to destroy us. We would wow. always equate it to God's goodness. True. Everything. Right now, we don't know. We say what's good, we call it bad, and what's bad, we call it good. And there's this whole thing, the lie, uh, to paint, paint it like it's the truth, and the truth uh, paint it like as if it's yeah, a lie. True. And uh, there's a consistent battle for that. Right. I, I always tell people it was the father of lies. Mm. You ever think the father of lies? I tell people, look, here's the thing. And, he, and this is how he always gets everybody, because I think you have to come from a place like we came from to really understand this. Like we, we never, ever just came forward with a lie. In other words, when we were selling drugs, we would uh, send a shipment one way that would get busted so that you could send the the real shipment somewhere else yeah. or you know the 52 fake out there was always wow. like it was never just the and we think that the enemy's just going to come in a red suit with with the lie yeah, right straight to you no he's got like five lies and all those lies is really to get this big one lie out so that's what he does he he wow. pitches it out there everybody jumps on it on social media everybody starts fighting with each other wow. and then he comes around the back and really comes with what he wanted to do and then boom he fools everybody wow. he's the father of lies so discernment is key and the only way you can discern these things is by being quick to listen slow, slow to speak, speak. Wow. and you have to Love watch that what God is doing at that moment because his ways are a lot higher than our ways. That's, That's why he tells us to love our enemies. Come on, he tells us to do all of these things True. that are True. contrary to what the world teaches us. 
You know? That is so true, bro. Every Ain't single that thing. wild? It's super wild. It's super wild. I think that we have to always think that, you know what, it, it, if if it's not making you think twice, mm-hmm. you know, like, like man, because when he says, hey, if, if you're going to love somebody, you know, love, love one of your enemies, because what yeah. good is it to love someone that loves you back? True, what good is true. it to loan somebody money that's going to loan you back? And you're thinking like, well, ain't he supposed to pay me back? Because that's what we do, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's but us. he's like, ah, oh, don't ask for it. And you're like, what? Wow! In that whole thing, you know, when he's talking about press down, shaking together, and running over, it says, "Don't judge, or you shall be judged." That's it. And wow. we do that all over the place. We're guilty. Yeah, exactly. And it, it's tough, right, to to look at ourselves for for who we are in that. But that's why Christ sufficiency is enough. Yes, yes. And I love so now my favorite topic, and we'll we'll close out here in a little bit, but. You know, and give some people a place where they can get your book. And okay. I just kind of wanted to chit chat with you a little bit. You know, we did the radio show, and I was like, you know, let's just talk. Yeah, you know, let's, let's just, just chat. Talk. Bro. Let's just chat. And you know, um, you have another chapter here which would be my favorite because obviously, you know, uh, Doctor Love, right? Yeah, so I mean, you got love. hey, you got right here, you got love stuff, and so now I'm like, hmm, chapter on love. Talk to me. I see Bob Goff said, I used to want to fix people, but now I want to be with them. Mm. And then he says, love is patient, love is kind, right? First Corinthians 13, yeah. 4 through 5, which is, I start shaking. <laughs> I start shaking when I, when I see that because I, I love the topic of love. Yeah. I, I think it says faith, hope, and love, but the greatest wow. of these is love. That's it. Because you know what? In heaven, there will be no need for faith and hope. Mm. But love will always remain because God is. That's it. Wow. There will be nothing. Wow. You don't wouldn't need anything else up there. That's but that's wild. one thing you'll always need. Love. Always. It's it's the city of love. <laughs> it, it heaven. It's heaven. Dang. It is the atmosphere of love. Wow. That's a word right there. Think got, about it. I'm gonna meditate on that for the you next. You know, I always tell people, I go, days. look, before anything existed, love existed. That's it. Right? Yeah. In the beginning, there was love. There was love. And out of love, birthed everything. Mm, that's good, bro. That's good. Ain't it? Yep. Yep. And so, you know, so here you got love. Talk to me, Doctor what, Love. What's going on with love? Talk so, to me. So, uh, for Back me to personally, jail. oh, you went to jail. Come yeah. on, but, hey. Go ahead. Hit, hit me with love. As a matter of fact, I'll start with just sharing a little bit of that story. Yeah. But yeah. I was out in the, at the county jail um, one day, and I was in the basement doing some push-ups, mm-hmm. you know, trying to get my swole on. Yeah, yeah, you know, I know so what I that's like. I'm like all men, you know, like Paul said, so I may win some. Yeah. There's some swole dudes in there. But I went up to the uh, 12th floor disciplinary segregation one day, and this is how God, you know, really revealed to me what true love is. You know, I tried to hear from Oprah. I tried to hear from all these different people what yeah. love was. They don't even teach it in schools. Yeah. So I was, it was always a mystery to me. But uh, one day I was uh, headed up to this disciplinary segregation floor in the uh, 11th floor. or, or uh, Yeah, I think it was 11th floor. But as I get in there, yeah. I walk over to cell number 12, um, and there was a guy in there, and he told me to go over to the middle of the pod and grab – that Quran yeah. that was there and I grabbed the Quran and I was taking it back to his little covey to put it in sure. there. And then um, as I'm getting ready to set it in there, he throws this hot thing of 
pee on me. Not pee. Yes, it Come was on. terrible. Hey, hot it urine. It was disgusting. <laughs> oh, dude, I could have spoken a tongue that needed no interpretation. That uh, yeah, I was yeah, upset. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, well, of course. Yeah. You got hot pee. Yeah, but Hey, look at it and scar you. Yeah. Because <laughs> you would have been like, hey, what's that? Uh, true. <laughs> yeah, forever. That would have been, <laughs> been horrible. Yo, yeah. <laughs> do anything to my facial besides yeah. have the terrible, yeah. distasteful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, oh, but what was wild about that, um, by the grace of God, he didn't have me outwardly get very frustrated. It was more like an inward battle I was struggling with. And uh, the whole pod basically went out burst out laughing like everyone was cracking up laughing at me it was humiliating yeah and i go uh and slowly sort of walk towards the the door the pot door and i'm getting ready to go out and i go downstairs and i get to the laundromat the bottom of the jail and i tell you know the shift supervisor who had just went down there that i'm done i'm leaving here yeah. so i throw off the uniform yeah i throw on the white dlc shirt and uh, I'm headed out the jail, and that wasn't really the wisest thing to do, but that's all <laughs> yeah, I yeah, had to yeah, wear. Yeah, yeah. But I jump in the car, I'm getting ready to, to, to pill out. Uh, my supervisor's saying, let's work things out, come back in, come back in. And as I'm saying, no, I'm done. Uh, I'm driving, and I finally get to the light. Yeah. And then I felt the Lord tell me to go back. And, you know, I was like, go back? What do you mean, God? And so in blind obedience, I went back, I drove, turned around, and I, I parked the car, I go back in, and uh, basically he was telling me to go back up to that floor. So I went downstairs, got a new uniform, and you know, cleaned myself off a bit more, finally get up to the uh, the floor again. Yeah. As I walk in the pod, they're laughing again, they're cracking up, and as I'm walking across the pod over to this gentleman's uh, uh you know his uh window yeah i look in and he's saying what you want you want some more you want some more he's basically you know provoking me to sure. do something i know you come back for some more and all of a sudden um you know i just felt the lord tell me uh, you know to share with him uh his love for him so i began to share with him uh the love of god through christ and what he did on the cross for us and shared the gospel how god has a plan for him how i forgive him how god wants to forgive you for everything you've ever done today basically gave him that spill but dude at the end i was like i love you man i love you yeah and as i'm walking away he was like whatever get out of my face whatever and they're they're laughing i'm getting over by the door to get out and i'm like okay god i'm out of here don't like I'm not listening you know yeah, but yeah, all yeah. of a sudden they he was like cope cope come back come back and I walked back across the pod and as I'm getting closer to his 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 window uh all I see is tears flowing down this man's face wow. and, and what he ended up telling me he was like no one has told me in years a long time that they love me come to find out he lost his mom uh and dad when he was younger his mom to death uh, but you know died and his dad was in prison and he yeah. never knew him uh, but he was in a foster care his whole life and he never heard anyone say he loved him even in the face you know of, of him being an enemy to me I was able to share the love of God to him through that moment but here was the beautiful thing I began to minister to him and he began to we laughed we cried for the rest of the night like eight hours um, into the night that night I didn't go anywhere we just was learning about each other, sharing each other's stories. But that night I was able, you know, to share the gospel. He gave his life to Christ. And now he's a preacher on the south side of Oklahoma City. What? So that's what love does. Like 
that's what love does when we're available to love people and meet them where they are. I, and I, I write that. about that in the book, but it I was a crazy it. story. Start where you are. I love it. Um, you know, I, I was sharing with you earlier Romans 15. Yeah. And I think like when we think about, you know, I, I'm I'm always like my, my shout is always love wins, you know, yeah. from the rooftops. You True. Know, uh, it's kind of what what we're about. You know, we have love wins, uh, you know, freedom. And then because uh, that's where healing happens. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, love wins the married life, you know, um, because we, we we're passionate about marriage. Because I believe, like most of the people that I ask questions when they have uh, struggling marriages, um, is that there's a, I think a correlation. There's just just a synonymous when you look at marriage, it's a direct reflection of your salvation. Mm. And when the more you understand how you are the bride of a groom you really get the two pictures and the two roles of a groom and a bride. Wow. And when you understand that, and only that happens at the cross. That's because it. Because there's no way for us to become one without the cross. That's it. And it's the same way in a marital home. But I love when you talk about love because I believe, like I was, I think a lot of times when we communicate with people, it's still from a selfish place. Wow. But when we begin to apply the cross in our communication, we connect with the heart. That's it. Because it becomes more about the person you're talking to than you yourself. And I love Romans 15 because it says, Now those who are mature in their faith can be easily recognized, for they don't live to please themselves, but have learned to patiently embrace others in their immaturity. Wow. Our goal must be to empower others to do what is right and good for them and to bring them into spiritual maturity. And what I love about that is that, you, you know, a lot of times when we speak, from that place of like being right yeah and you're saying you're the mature one according to scripture if if you are that person then you're supposed to embrace the immaturity of the other person wow. which kind of makes you feel like i wish That's... i was the immature person in the conversation so now i don't want to know it all <laughs> you with right? me because love the other, that. yeah so i think it's important uh to show love because that's what truly when you have spent time with love then you will exhibit love. Mm, come on. I mean, there's just no way to not. Because I understood when I hung out with people who smoked, I eventually smoked. Yeah. When I hung out with people who did cocaine, I eventually did cocaine. And I had the attributes of those who did. Wow. And yet in Christianity, it's quite simple. That's why by the tree, you could tell if the kind of tree it is by the, the fruit. fruit. Or by the way that it behaves. Wow. Because ultimately, I could say, if you're hanging out with love, you know, when I first met you on the phone, I thought to myself, this guy loves Jesus. Wow. I didn't have to know you for a long time. I looked at the tree and I saw mangoes. And Dang. so therefore, there's mangoes. Praise you know, God. there was nothing, you That's know, it. It, it's, it's harsh when a person is trying to tell a person I am a mango tree, but we see peaches everywhere. Yeah, that's true. And you're trying to push out uh, uh, a, a mango, mango, you know, through we, a peach tree. Yeah, it, it's impossible wow. because the seed would have had to have been a mango seed in order to have mangoes. Yeah, and it's the same it's concept. It's the same concept. When when we spend time with love, we become, become love. love. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, and we—that's that. why you so shall true. know by the disciples, by the way that they preach, no, by the way that they sing, no, by the way that they pray, no, but by the way that they love, love one another. Yes, by our love for one another. Yes, the way we put other people before us, as He has put us, yeah, before anything else. 
Wow. He said, that's how the world would know me. It's for that's our love for one another. Yes. Let's go. Yes. And that's the only thing that you, we can unite us, uh, especially in these times, because a lot of times uh, we're so, our identity, my identity can't be, you know, I got a tattoo of the Puerto Rican flag on Gosh, my right arm. Let's right? go. What? And, uh, Puerto I was about to say, these guys are worldly because yeah. they're having fun. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> but check it out. Here's the thing that Puerto Rican flag over the top and on the bottom of it, you know, because when I got incarcerated, I got it. And, oh, you know, wow. Uh, prison is a very racist place you know yeah, the blacks go over here everybody talks but it is what it is yeah. they're segregated got you you know and uh when you have that flag and i had puerto rican till i die boricua hasta la muerte right what? meaning that i was gonna be puerto rican uh, you know of course everybody's like well of course you know you're gonna only <laughs> be puerto rican but what it really meant at the heart of the matter is that uh I'm going to I'm going to rep this flag. I'm going to rep this kingdom, this culture. Gotcha. And I will die for it. Wow. It's really what it meant. That's so it, when people it. see it, they're like, and I believe like we have to be careful not to wrap our identity in those things. Mm. So I feel that way now about heaven. Come on. About kingdom, kingdom. About Jesus. Said. But I am not going to destroy and divide according to my Puerto Ricanness or mm. the block I grew up in gotcha. or the music I listened to. That's or, it. you know, it, kingdom has to be everything. Yeah. Everything. 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 And, and it's difficult means. sometimes. Yeah. Because you want to defend something or you want to, you know, so, and then everybody expects you to defend it. Yep. Yep, that expectation is on you. Yes. I felt that with the BL Back Lives Matter, Matter. movement. Yeah, yeah. People were asking me, DM and family members, loved ones, Rashawn, why aren't you posting BLM and about all this? And yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And yeah, That's I took difficult, some, huh? took some you took some rap. Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, right I'm a citizen of a kingdom that can't be shaken. Yes. We're heavens. Yes, We're heavens. citizens of heaven. Yeah. And uh, and that's what we fight for. Mm. And it becomes complicated to a world that does not know. Yeah. Yeah. What we're fighting for. That's it. Cuz they're like, "Why aren't you fighting what we're what we're fighting?" You know, but we we fight for the things of the kingdom. Yeah. It's good. And it doesn't really look like what the world fights for. Boom. Cuz even Jesus, remember? Like they thought he was going to come in a horse with chariots to fight Rome. Yeah. Yeah, like a king, king yeah. that sits in their palace and yeah, love yeah. the throne. But yes. he came the opposite. He came out a baby, yeah, a fragile humble, baby, meek, baby. Uh, on a donkey. Yeah, to die on a cross. And he was walking next to the donkey, right? Or did he ride it? He rode it. Yeah, yeah, he rode it. He rode the donkey. That's yeah, it. they were throwing the things to honor him and all that. It's crazy how when we see these things, uh, you know, I, I see so many times. You know, because even uh, I think I saw one of your posts where you had it was just a great post. And I know I had talked to you. You were excited about DC. You were excited about your assignment. You were excited about all these things. And then because people see a picture, they began to just come at you, you know. Yeah. And, uh, oh, man, that was and, terrible. And, and, I was like, wow. <laughs> yes, it's, it's wild. I mean, listen, if Instagram would have been on in the times of Jesus, let me tell you something. What would have happened was they would have snapped a picture of Jesus at about midnight. Mm. And Nicodemus would have been walking in and they would have been like, I told you he's a Pharisee. Wow. I told you he's one of them. And really he was teaching him the word behind closed doors, but nobody knew what he was doing. Ain't that something. He would have been blasted on Instagram. Yeah. Memes, oh everything. boy. They, they would have got like, him. Jesus. 
Yeah, they would have got him, brother. <laughs> they would have got him, man. But he came at night, so I guess he didn't want to be seen. seen yeah, alone yeah. And... Uh, Nicodemus didn't want to be seen. Exactly. Jesus was just Jesus meeting him where he was where at. Cool. Start where you are. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> Come on, God will meet you there. Yeah, God will meet you there. <laughs> that should have been in the and, book, and brother. If he wanted to hide, you're like, part two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the new edition. Yeah. Forward it by Juan. Come hey, on. Well, hey, man, maybe the next time. That's you it. Know, That's I, it. I, I'm excited about everything that God is doing. Please let people know how they can find you, where they can get your book, and uh, you know things like that. Awesome, bro. Well, I appreciate you on. Oh, without a Pumped doubt. Pumped to have you on my show too, bro. So I'm looking forward um, to it. Rashawn Copeland on any platform uh, is great, and then uh, Scriptures and Stories podcast, and you can find the book at startwhereyouarebook.com or anywhere books are sold. So it's start where you are, how God meets you in your mess, loves you through it, and leads you out of it. And you know what? Your joy is so catching. <laughs> it's so catching that yeah. our media guy, Marco, doesn't smile as much as he smiled Marco, today. Yeah. Marco is smiling. <laughs> That's it. it. That man, Marco Polo, come on. Hey, let me tell you something. Let's go. If you could pray us out, man, and we'll be the end of the podcast because okay. I know somebody needs to hear you awesome. know, a little prayer. Awesome. Amen? Yes. Let's do it. So, Father God, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for your mercy, uh, for your grace uh, that you give so freely every single day, Lord. Help us to be reminded of who we are in you, God. Um, remind us that you're here with us and for us. And if you're for us, who can be against us? I just pray that you would continue to raise us up as mighty men and women of God um, who adhere to your word and uh, speak it and live it in our lives, God. We give you the praise and glory for all the work you're doing. May your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, we give you the praise and glory. Amen. Amen. Awesome.